And we're back. Thanks for joining us on the Coruscant Nights podcast. We're happy to have you here. My name is Cooper, and alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack. Good morning, everyone. And today, it, as sad as it is, we have reached the end of our rewatch series, finishing with episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, we've got a great discussion in store for you today. Uh, just a reminder, we are on social media, Instagram, TikTok, um, Patreon as well. Go support us on Patreon if you want uh, exclusive podcasts and behind the scenes, etc. Um, YouTube, we do polls on YouTube. So we actually posted one a couple of days ago. The question was simple. Um, is this Rise of Skywalker a good conclusion to the Skywalker saga? An overwhelming majority, 93% of respondents said, no, it is not. So we will get into that discussion today, no doubt. Um, And, of course, thank you, as always, to our patrons, Ben and Nikita, for their continual support. Guys, it's time to start the final positives and negatives discussion of the the series. And also, before I even begin, thank you to everyone who's uh, supported us throughout this journey and who is... uh, joined us throughout this journey as well. We've seen uh, a, a lot of growth in the last couple of weeks mm. and that hasn't been possible without everyone who's um, subscribed on YouTube or listened to the podcast or even um, had a look at one of our TikTok videos. So we thank everyone who's joined us on this journey and who is continuing to support us. And we've got great things in store. Ahsoka's coming soon. We've got some good uh, debates coming mm. up soon. So... That'll be fun. All good things to look forward to. But from the Coruscant Nights team, we do thank you guys a lot. We do. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. We haven't really this, discussed uh, this. rewatch series. It's been long, but it's felt quick, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, just thinking back over it, because we've done a couple of hour-long podcasts. I think we'd probably be over the 10-hour mark of uh, reviewing. Um, the, the, yeah, the, it'd be the close. Reviews. I don't know if it would be just that turn yet. Yeah, maybe not just, but I mean, well, well look, how it progressively got longer though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like our first Phantom Menace one, oh, was that was that like half an hour, forty minutes? It was like yeah. yeah, but we've gotten. I think we've gotten better at breaking. We've, out, we've picked them apart a lot more as we've gone along. Definitely yeah, a lot of these movies. Yeah, <laughs> very critical on a lot of them. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't really talk about it, but does does. Does anyone want to go first or? Yeah, I'm very happy to. Okay. All right. Sure. Feel free to go ahead. Start yeah. with whatever you'd like. All right. Let's uh, spice it up. So I'm going to actually go with positives first and leave negatives to last and end on a sour note. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For my positives though, it's actually, I think a lot of the viewers and listeners might be a bit surprised considering how much I hate the sequels and um, didn't like The Last Jedi. But I actually thoroughly enjoy this film in terms of just for the pure enjoyment of it. Like, aside from, like, the plot and how Emperor returns and how it's not a good conclusion to the whole saga. But in in its own movie, I think it does a good job in ending the sequel character's kind of journey, which is a bit more of a technicality, I guess you could say, instead of the whole saga. Um, I always like to say to people, if they say, oh, Rise of Skywalker is worse than Last Jedi, I, I don't believe it is even close in my opinion unlike if you do like the last jedi fair enough but in my opinion this movie at least has a lot more enjoyable action scenes the music is good the pacing's good because i don't want to be a slow it's not a slow burner they get to the point very fast they get you through the 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 plot in the first however many minutes is it cooper like, like 20 15, minutes yeah 15 20 it's it's crazy like people might not say that's a good thing but when i think it's the last movie of the of like the trilogy and stuff for the sequels, I think it's good just to get into the nitty-gritty of it. So, in my opinion, it's the best version we've seen of Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. Yep. He's de- he's definitely the most intimidating he's been, in my opinion. I think the issue of him repairing his helmet is is quite a... I don't know if it's... I don't think it's a negative because I love his helmet and I love the, the resemblance to real-life... Um, what's it called? Like, ceramic kind of fixing something that's broken, you know, kind of thing. I do like yeah. the, that kind of aspect of it. 
However, I do feel like the main issue that this movie has, which I'll go into depth later, is that it's trying to fix stuff from the past movie because it's mm. two different directors, which I think is yeah. what the sequels struggle with the most. Mm. But aside from that, Ray in this movie, look, she's pretty much the same as what she's been throughout the, the franchise. However, I do feel that she's less, in my opinion, irritating in this one. I don't know. I kind of, I did enjoy her a bit in this one. I, I thought... I thought she was a bit more, um, she had a bit more of a meaning in terms of finding out who she is when the, the last one, last year, I felt like she was sidelined, kind of just doing her own, like, five seconds of training. It didn't feel like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like this one, she actually had something to go to on, like, four, which I thought was a bit better, giving her a bit more character depth. Poe mm. was amazing in this movie, in my opinion. He he finally got the rank of general. I didn't like how he gave the partial ranking to Finn. I still, we talked about this beforehand, but I still don't think Finn's qualified enough to become a general. The previous general was Princess Leia. I agree. Yeah, I don't think that's really good, but I get the bromance that they have going on, so I I, I let it... And he did start out as a a cleaner. Yeah, as a janitor for the First Order. That's like bottom tier. But anyway... um. Poe Dameron, really good. Piloting, really good. I love the visuals in this movie. Exegol's visuals are unreal. I love lightning and I love darker kind of um, visuals in Star Wars movies, especially the start when you had Kylo Ren come from Mustafar, then come land on the planet when the music's kind of like a faster pace and you see the the old Sith temple ruin stuff. It was just... The atmosphere made me get intrigued in the first place. This is what the last Jedi struggled for me to do: is it grip me into the story and stuff. What it, what 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 is happening in this one? I was invested because of the atmosphere, the music, the cinematography, and even the intrigue of what's going to happen. I like. I do like to see what's going to happen next for the, being the end one. Um, some other positives, a bit more vague. I do like. Um, I don't like how the Death Star is the is on the. Endor planet uh, thing ruins. I don't know how. How do you explain it? What? What? It's a neighboring planet, moon, the, whatever. It is. The wreckage is on the moon. Moon. Yeah, I don't like that because when we watched a Death Star get exploded, it would have just obliterated into pieces. Yeah. But I, aside, I also agree with that. Yeah. yeah, but aside from that, I did enjoy the water esque like waves hitting, crashing the uh, when they were fighting. I thought that was. I liked that. It was just a good visual um, difference compared to Revenge, even with the Mustafa. You got Water Planet and you got Lava Planet. So I really enjoyed that. Um, I really, okay, this is, might be a bit controversial, but I really did enjoy how Luke was portrayed in this one. I know it's a bit of a backtrack from the last one, just because, but then the issue is, is that he should have never been like he was in the last one, which we discussed in last week's episode. So this is the one where he's hopeful. He goes, I've made mistakes. I shouldn't have hid away from the, the Sith. I should have faced them myself. Now it's up to you to do this. And he's the Luke Skywalker we all lo- know to love. So it's a nice cameo that makes me a bit feel a bit more complete instead of from the sour taste that was left in my mouth <laughs> from the last movie. Um, so I'm speeding through these positives quite quickly, but I think that that's the... Gen- oh, Finn. I'll, I'll mention the main characters. I'll finish it off with Finn. Finn, in my opinion... In this, in the sequels as a whole, was a bit sidelined, but I still enjoy his character. I think they could have elaborated on his kind of um, struggles and hardships, as Cooper was saying, in terms of being bred from the first order and taken away as a child. However, I think they didn't actually give him much character details and depth like they intended to, mm. which led him to be kind of a bit more of like a oh, he's just a regular trooper almost, just with more screen time because yeah. because. Having the idea of a First Order, I wouldn't say trooper because that was his first mission, a First Order companion or whatever you could say, turning into a Force-sensitive, which was a bold decision for them, Force-sensitive being, um, because a lot of lot of Star Wars media now, I see your reaction, Cooper, a lot of Star Wars media nowadays has uh, characters becoming Force-sensitive for no reason. But this was before that, so that's fair enough. Um but I really enjoyed how they were going to make this character. I was interested to see what how he went. But once again, in this movie, he kind of just kind of was just there being the extra. But I do enjoy. I did enjoy how he was the uh, sole character basically to destroy the command ship, which controlled the other ones in the final battle by um, blowing it up with their own cannons. I did enjoy that he actually had an impact on the direct plot and issue at hand 
which most of the time he's always doing the side missions, yeah. which I don't enjoy. I feel so, like he got sidelined a lot throughout the sequels. Yeah, but I think this one he actually did did like physically did the most. So um yeah, other than that, uh I think I'll reach on to other people's some some of their positives, but that's just off the top of my head. But yeah. overall, this movie is not great by all means, but it is fun and enjoyable to watch. So right. yeah, I'll, I'll go next because mine are just very quick and brief and basically uh similar to what Jack said. I'll start with Poe because I think Poe was really good in this film and I've always liked Poe throughout the sequels. Mm. And he's probably been the most consistent, I'd say, throughout the three movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just just generally Poe is a really cool character. And then the other two I was going to mention because I am, as I've said, not a huge fan of this film. So I will mention the music and the visuals because, as always, John Williams with the music does amazing. And Disney with their budget, I mean, you'd have to expect good visuals in this movie. And when I think of this movie, I mean, the the main thing that comes to my mind is actually the force lightning that that Ray uses and that Palpatine uses. And I think that's just simply because of the visual effects. Like yeah. it looks, it looks really cool. The force lightning and it looks really powerful. And I'll just make a comment on that quickly. And I said this last week about the sound design on the Last Jedi. When Palpatine uses his lightning to shoot up into the sky, it's got this like echoey nature. It's just such mm. a deep, like a reverb noise. sort of thing. Yeah, and it it's so cool. We haven't really heard yeah. anything like that before, and that just kind of adds to the magnitude of of the power of it. So I I applaud mm. the sound design team. Yep, like, definitely because they're so good. And also, I think I'll make mention of just, I like the fact that they, I don't know how I feel about it story-wise, but I do like how they had all the voices of a lot of Jedi at the end. Yeah. I just thought that was a nice little touch. I agree. That was nice. Yeah. And then if Cooper has anything that that I feel like adding on, I'll do so. Hmm. All right. Well, I've got to be, I've got to be straight with you guys. I've got to pretty long list of things but i'm going to try and trim it down as best as i can because there are some things that i don't think are worth mentioning but there is definitely a lot that i think is worth mentioning so like what you guys said poe is like like what mark said he's definitely the most consistent character throughout the films i love that he finally gets to be involved in kind of the main storyline in the force awakens Mm. he was kind of there to help finn get out and then you know his story. And then The Last Jedi, he was kind of leading the mutiny and everything. This one is directly involved with the main characters in the main plot. And I love the dynamic of the trio. I know they're fighting and whatever at the start, but you can see that they're really bonded together. And especially when it comes to the end, when they are embracing in a big hug, um, that really shows, you know, how close they are and what they've been through together and uh, what they've triumphed over. And I think that they've done that really well. I wouldn't go to the extent that they are the best trio of the Star Wars saga, but I'd probably put them in second place. Wow. I'm not going to elaborate which is better and which is worse. So we'll leave it at that. That is so, that's that's just as bad as the last Jedi (laughs) team. No. Killing me here. I'm not even going to survive the podcast. (laughs) Um, Like what you were saying. People with the hot takes. (laughs) <laughs> no, what's new? Um, about the the starting bit, Jack. Um, and I like that the movie establishes the threat, the mission, the where the characters are, and the relationships <laughs> all in the first twenty minutes. I think that's really good. I think that's what good yeah. movies do. But I that's found another thing I, was... I actually forgot to mention. Sorry, just how quickly they get into it. It's yeah. a nice change of pace from a few of the other films. I agree. It is a nice change. And I guess they needed to do that because they're focusing so much on what happens at the end. I kind of found myself throughout the movie going, oh, geez, there's still two hours to go. Oh, there's still yeah. an hour and a half to go. Oh, there's still an hour to go. What, what's happening? Yeah. Um, Didn't like the Snoke clones. I thought that was a useless subplot. I said this last week. I didn't like light speed skipping. I think that's just overpowered as heck. Like, seriously. Small sh- TIE fighters... First of all, have TIE Fighters always had hyperdrive engines? No. TIE Fighters okay. have always been short-range fighters. Yeah. So, I don't. I understand 
Well, I don't know. Funny how you, you say that, but then you you enjoy light speed. I no 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 no. So I liked the 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 hyperspace ramming because it made sense for a big ship to be able to do it. But light speed skipping, you got to think coming in and out of hyperspace at like so quickly. That that light shouldn't speed. make sense. Yeah, it I know. She did say, Ray did say after it's dangerous and you can't do it all the time. Yeah, I know, I know. So you assume that he's like one of the best pilots to be able to do that. The TIE fighters following doesn't make sense. That's the only thing I'll give you on that one, yeah. Yeah, so um, I just, I've never been a fan of that. And I, right. it looks cool, looks cool on the screen, but <laughs> nah. What's next? Ah, uh, oh, I know you didn't want to probably talk about this character but i feel like there was a disservice done to this character simply because of the backlash received in the last jedi and i do not think it was fair because i think she's a great character i do not like and i will never stand with jj over what he did with rose she got sidelined so hard in this movie i think i mean actually let me just check if she's in the screen time segment um uh no she's not that's good she had like two minutes of screen time throughout the whole thing. Two minutes. Jeez. She's a great character, and she could, and with my scene change later, she could will, have easily been incorporated into that. I will elaborate on this on that topic quickly. Yeah. I do not think she's a great character, not even close to being a great character. <laughs> However, since she's established in the universe already from the previous movie, I do agree that she does deserve more screen time for the actor's sake too. Apparently, they did have scenes that they cut with her in it. Yeah. She said that too. However, though, I will not agree with the great character. Like, she doesn't offer you anything more than what Finn already does. Like, she doesn't offer anything. And I'm sorry about that. But that's why I'm saying I didn't like The Last Jedi because it just, they introduced characters that I thought wasn't written properly. Yeah. So I do agree that she does deserve more. You can't be sidelining a character that had a lot of screen time last movie. And for the actor's sake, it's also a job. I agree with that. Yeah. More you're in it, the more money you get, kind of thing. So I definitely think that's a bit stiff on her end, just for because mm. we didn't enjoy her character. Yeah, yeah. Like me, but I still deserve thinks she deserves more screen time. Yeah, so. I agree with that. I'm just curious, actually. What do you guys think about what they did with Leia in this movie? Good, actually. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, they did get permission to. Yeah, they did. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, I liked it then because I thought. Look, the last Jedi with the weird flying space layer. If that's how she, I didn't like that scene. But if she died like that, then so be it. If that's the turning point for Kylo, right? But I always thought she was the only bit that is connected to Kylo from the good side. It was never Han. I don't think. I feel like Han was always a disapproving, not that caring father. When Leia was the one that connected to um, Kylo a lot, so having her be the white main reason for him to come back to the light is is perfect in my opinion. It, it it's uh, poetry, it rhymes. Yeah, I think it that, poetry, that right? that's true. Yeah, do I do like that bit? Another negative. Oh wait, no, not even. Not doing negative. Oh my god, sorry. I realized that I've gone through positives and negatives at the you same time. Both. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that's that. all right. How about I be a segue and you guys can it can transition into the negative? So I'll go through positives and then I'll kind of, you did negative. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've kind of just my list is all messed up. So I was just going in order. <laughs> yeah, light speed jumping. I'm so sorry. <laughs> light speed jumping through okay. positives and negatives. I'm gonna speed, I'm gonna speed through these ones. I liked when Ray flipped over Kylo's ship, that was cool. Um I like that Finn jumps over things unnecessarily a lot. <laughs> if you notice in that one long That's shot right. where they're running through the first order Star Destroyer, he jumps kind of over but around a lot of Stormtrooper bodies. It's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. he, just, yeah. he jumps like a video game character. He does like a little... <laughs> yeah. Mario. Yeah. Uh, I really like Finn. That's all I said on that one. <laughs> the lightsaber fight, the final one, loved it. I think it was perfect. No music, really. I know we've seen videos of putting Jewel of the Fates in there and everything, but I think having it no music was equally as effective. I think it kind of built the intensity because you didn't really know what was going to happen. And certainly when I was in the cinemas, the last thing I expected was uh, Ray to go bang with the lightsaber into into Kylo. So he won that fight. He did. And what I love. There is one specific moment in the fight where you see the turning point, where Kylo absolutely just goes fully insane, and you, he's not gonna he's not gonna lose, and it's such a powerful like strike 
mm. but he stops with it. I, I don't know how to describe it, but I know the one you watch the fight again, you will notice the one specific moment where the fight is won. Yeah, and the music, and then there's music that kits in because it's like every time yeah. he hits her with the lightsaber, she's like blocking. However, though, I do believe that the music. I know you're an avid fan of not having music in a scene or whatever, but man, the music in the prequel fights and the, even the original trilogy, yeah. they elevate. And having like an intense music for this one would have made me feel more worrisome even for Kylo, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you know who he's going to... For this one, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's not... It's keeping me interested because it's a lightsaber fight, but the music would have made me more tentative kind of about what's happening, you know what I mean? Speaking of lightsabers, do they actually mention? I don't really remember if they mention about the Luke slash Anakin's lightsaber being rebuilt and fixed. I don't. Uh, I feel like that's a bit of a missed opportunity or something. Oh yeah, but that's another what I said before about how JJ just wants to redo everything Ryan did. He basically did what you did, Mark, and just said it's not canon. He just basically, this is basically like... The issue with that is you can't say one's not canon, but the one after it is that's canon. That's what I'm saying. To be honest, though, like, this movie's already two and, well, just under two and a half hours long, and it's, to be honest, I don't really know why they did that in The Last Jedi, like, Ryan decided to do that. Break it. He, that's what I'm saying. I he guess it's, I guess before. the only thing it contributed to was the illusion is like, oh, why does Luke have that lightsaber? You know, when he goes to fight Kylo, because we've just seen it be split in two. Why does he, why, yeah. why does he have it and it's working? Could have, could have had someone, could have had Ray make her own lightsaber and bring Leia's one too and then give him that one for the fight. Yeah. Could have done that. Instead of having Ray just ignited at the end, could have had her use the orange one against Emperor and yep. give Leia's to Kylo would be meaningful maybe too. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, um, there is a line, and I will, just because we're on the topic of lightsabers, there is a line that I will mention later in the mm-hmm. quotes, but she Ray says, "One, I'll earn your brother's saber one day. Yeah. But I have an issue with that, because she doesn't really treat it like it's that important. No. She never really... Kind of... She doesn't really have that she doesn't have she doesn't think there's that much significance in it even though it's luke's so i don't know i think not seeing significance in old things is one of the biggest drawbacks in the sequels well let the past die that's what that is is not how you do it you're meant to ease the progression between it you can't just be like what can't have it abrupt it's like they're going at a steady pace steady pace steady pace Mm. it could have been like this yeah could have been, yeah. You know, like they didn't ease the characters away. They didn't give them as significant endings as they probably could have aside from Leia. I feel like she got the most impactful one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I know Harrison didn't want to be Han for like ever, but like his his death was good. But like I didn't care so much because it was in the first one. So it's like we didn't even get to see how he develops, even from like, like you just see a brief portion of who he was after return but you don't get to actually experience it that much so yeah. that's what me a little bit well you're doing the battlefront 2 campaign snuck yeah. it in there but okay but talking movie wise it's a movie movie reviews and um what was i gonna say and we all know what happened to luke so anyway oh. continue cooper before you get oh yeah okay <laughs> i said i was gonna speak to i really am this time like han and kylo's redemption I like the flashback with Leia and Luke. I think Luke lifting the X-Wing was fantastic. I like the preparation of the Resistance. I think Ben um, running and shooting like Han is fantastic as well. And uh, when you got the lightsaber like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mannerisms are very (laughs) Han-esque. The Citizen's Fleet is awesome. Uh, I didn't really care for it. I thought it was a bit tacky. And I guess since it was kind of... Was it after... Yeah, it was after Endgame. I'm like, oh, you know, we've seen yeah. this. We've seen this yeah. before. This feels like a repeat. It was the same year, was it? Or no? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it's a bit of Yeah. Anyway, I... I, now, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's more effective now that... If I've we're comparing it to Endgame, I'll just quickly say that in Endgame... It feels a lot more important because there's all these characters we know, but yes. in this, it's just a bunch of ships, pretty much. You're yes. giving you're giving them a taste of what one of my um, negatives and what I thought would have been better for that scene, actually. Mm. So interesting. Mm. 
I was uh, I, yeah, I'll elaborate. There was a scene in the trailer that showed the the initial resistance fleet arriving to Exegol, and I thought, yes, this is awesome. Let's see the small band of resistance go up against this massive empire like fleet. That's what I want in the story. And then uh, I don't dislike that the the massive fleet came in, but I think just the whole idea, even in Rogue One, it's explored. Made ten men feel like a hundred. Yeah, the whole idea of being so skilled and talented to be able to make a difference as as a small a small group true but unrealistic standards when you have that many imperial star destroyers i think if they had a bit less of them it would have made more sense but like it's a physically impossible to make 10 men feel like 100 in that scene yeah (laughs) yeah it is yeah um i liked palpatine Sorry, oh. I know that might be controversial. Uh, I thought his inclusion in the story wasn't good, but I thought he was executed pretty well. But the there point. is an issue. There is an issue I have later with Palpatine, so I'll I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, the Jedi scene was good. Um, Kylo's. There's a moment where Kylo realizes he has to die when he's hugging Ray, who's dead. I like no, no, no. I like that realization where he's like he has to die. It's That's funny. what he has to do. Yeah, Cooper's got a taste of what my scene change is. So, <laughs> last last positive, I like the hug at the end. That is the only scene, and I'll stick by this. That's the only scene in all of Star Wars that makes me cry. Nope. <laughs> Anakin Anakin's betrayal will always be the only one. Okay, well, I mean, I did, I didn't, I didn't cry that, but I don't know. Um, I just I like that scene so. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't. If the characters were done justice, that would have been perfect. That's true. Like, you, like, well, like, like, like I said to you before, it's like some of these characters were sidelined so hard. I can't imagine the actors being that sad about finishing their time on mm-hmm. the set. You know what I mean? Uh... Like I was. I couldn't differentiate in that scene the actors from the characters, which I should be doing every time. But no, now knowing that every single one of them, aside from maybe like Poe and Kylo, um, actors Adam and. Uh, Oscar. The other two were not very happy. Even oh, I'm pretty sure Oscar has said he didn't didn't like it either. Maybe, but yeah, even Daisy Daisy came out with a bit of controversial hot takes, even though she's coming back again. And obviously, we all know John's perspective. So it's mm-hmm. it's like I couldn't really feel that emotional for because I was so disappointed in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm done with my positive. Does do we want to? Move into negative. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was. I should have done them. I should have done them to counter your positives because now I can't remember them all. Because oh. <laughs> there were a lot. It's all right. No, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can uh, butt in when we do the negatives and counter. All right, that's a good idea. Oh, to... Maybe what if I just do a few quick ones that that I remember that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest ones was just then when Cooper was talking about that scene with Kylo and Ray at the end. And I've made it clear to you two before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast how much I hate the concept of the what's called Raylo. Yeah. Kylo and Ray. I don't know if even falling in love is the what? right term, but. No. So uh, that's the thing. I don't know if that was it. I. Uh, but even then. But thank you. Are they sub- what's their relationship? Is it meant to be like a. Yeah. I, that's what, I, I think that's what I don't like. A, it's just too confusing. Thing. They're not related. No, they're not. But that's kind of the vibe I got in the Last Jedi that they were, or not. They're not friends. No, they're, they're not friends. Not friends. But the thing, the thing is, is more like I actually was saying this before. I think throughout the movies, if you go off that, Kylo has always been willing to get Ray on his side, and I don't think it was purely because of obviously Jedi power and stuff. I think he might have also had an underlying kind of like love for her, or, or whatever you want to call it. And also because of you also have them as a dyad. So I guess they've always been connected no matter what kind of thing. If you think of it like that, it's like the classic old Shakespearean, or like not Romeo and Juliet because they're opposites, but like in terms of they're always meant to kind of be, no matter mm. what, even if it doesn't make sense. So that's what my perspective on that is. I didn't think that was the worst bit of that scene, not even close in my opinion, but yeah. Oh, mm. actually, I can't believe I forgot this one. This is the biggest one. Palpatine returning. Yep, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I think the entire Star Wars community can all agree that that was just silly, stupid. It's funny how they thought that was going to be a positive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that choice, like, no, it doesn't make sense. It like it. It's the. It's not even lazy writing. It's below that. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's like let's just bring back the main villain from the, the entire other. saga and bring him back, <laughs> and then just in doing so, completely disregard the entire importance and legacy of literally all the six first movies. Literally, that's why that's the only that's another reason why we don't like the sequels, in my opinion. Or oh, not you, Cooper, but me and Mark. I think it's Mark and I. I think it's just it, it's. The whole sequel trilogy just feels like a fever dream because there's so many random elements that they plot in to make it work, but it doesn't work. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I had, oh, I had another one I was going to mention. Now I can't remember. I might remember later. But it was relating to... I think it was relating to Raylo. But anyway... Um, the, the I, I've already said it before, but all the ships at the end kind of just seems a bit bland. If you know Seems what I mean, tacky. Like, it's tacky. They just come out of nowhere to save yeah. the day, and yeah. Well, I get the message for it though. See, that's that's the thing. I think the message of that there are more good people in the galaxy than you might believe. Yeah, that's true. But uh, like, I don't think in real life, really, it would happen that a bunch of people would be charging what are essentially a million life. tanks. You can't say real life, sadly. No. <laughs> you can't use and, that analogy. Um, oh man, I keep forgetting. <laughs> uh, the 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 bit where they make you think Chewie's dead, I hated that so much, and I think that's because they killed Han in the first one, which annoyed me. Then they almost killed Leia in, in the Last Jedi, and but they did kill Luke, and I was like, they killed Chewie. That's what I thought. So I I was thinking they're just killing off all the original characters. In the worst ways possible. Yeah, but after knowing that he survives, I didn't think it was that bad. Well, even I think it's just, I mean, yeah, sure, he survives, which is good. But I think it's just the fact that they make you think he's dead. Just, yeah. I can't, it doesn't sit well with me. Can well, I think it's like impactful for Ray? Like she's turned into her dark side and in thus has killed a main, you know, like a person who's been around for ages, you know, a true hero. I think that's what the impact was meant to be, not for audiences also. Can I add something quickly? Go for it. So in the cinema, when I saw that like moment, I'm like, oh, he's not dead because I saw the trailer and I saw him on the Star Destroyer. I knew I knew they weren't going to cut that bit. So the death wasn't very impactful, the the death. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I, 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 apparently there was a good deleted scene um, yep. with Kylo interrogating Chewie. Yep. So that would have been cool to see. Uh, well, do you, reckon, do you reckon Kylo in his childhood would have known Chewbacca? Yeah. It's that, it has a comic book where he was on the ship. Probably. Chewie on the Falcon. Okay. He was apparently his like, best friend. So maybe that's why they cut it. Because they're like, that won't make sense. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> would have been like uh, Boba Fett and Cad Bane. Yeah, literally. Yeah. 100%. Mark, do you have uh, anything else? You know what? I just had one to say, and then as soon as I thought of it, I forgot it again. <laughs> this is just typical Classic of me. Classic Mark. It's just the most typical of me. <laughs> um, I'll let Jack start, and it will, I'm sure it will come to me. Probably. Alrighty. Let's begin. Okay. Emperor sucks. Doesn't deserve to be in the film. Yeah, um, 100% agree. His lines are all basically the same from the other movies, too. The way he still force lightnings himself to death is another thing I'm sick of. Like, he always reflects back at him and never works. So why does he keep doing this? Mm, yeah. um, uh, oh, you're right, Mark. It's actually harder than you thought. What was the negatives? Um, yeah. yeah man, There's so many that you can't remember them all. Yeah, there is, there is, there is a lot that I had. But um, oh, also the, the whole fleet as a whole with um, the, the all one has a planet-killing weapon in my head, doesn't make sense how each Star Destroyer can have yeah. a weapon that deadly. That's, that's lazy. That is lazy. It lowers, it lowers the stakes, in, in my opinion, a bit, because it's like, well, why couldn't they just do that before instead of the Death Star kind of thing? Um, I also wasn't a big fan of the... Of, yeah, very true. Uh, oh, sorry, I, it just came to me. I just remembered. And I know that you guys have uh, said... I think you've said opposing things to this before, and I have mentioned it, but Hux, like, that they make him a spy. Um, yeah. I, I've said it so many times. I always liked Hux as a character, and I think he was one of the better characters, in my opinion. And he could, if he was like a staunch first order officer, like I think that would have been made a really great antagonist. Yeah, but I think he was 
the only movie that the way you're saying that only feels like he was only in like 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 acting like that in the first one because even in last jedi he wasn't that imposing or anything he was just kind of like the side character of kylo yeah well that's what i'm saying when i think of like the peak of hux i think of that speech he gives on on the uh on starkiller base yes yeah, the only hux you keep returning to which obviously yes. and that's why i'm saying that's another one of those things that in the sequels they could have done a lot better is made hux a lot more of a villain yeah true but I guess we've already had that with Tarkin and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they could have made him a bit like Tarkin in that respect and then had him throughout all three movies instead of just the first one. Um, okay. Is that, is that, yeah, negative? that was that was the one I forgot. All right, cool. Um, I do not like how the First Order Troopers are made to look weak again. Like when they're running yeah, through the hallway scene so effortlessly, yeah. getting past everyone just doesn't feel realistic in my opinion. I also didn't really enjoy the uh, desert uh planner for that was yeah because I thought that was such a nice refreshing look Anna. for a desert planet no i like to ch- i didn't want to chase it apart from they fly now because we already knew that they fly but um i didn't i don't want to see more desert i, don't, I know it's I agree. Re- we've had so many desert planets i know it's refreshing to see a festival celebration thing yeah. i'm sick of seeing just desert in general and that side quest with the um dagger is pretty bad in my opinion no that- is it pasana yeah, yeah. Um, but also, uh, I also didn't really like how when they were on the for uh, the moon of Endor with um, when they found the other ex first order people, like yeah. how random is that? Like mm. the odds of that happening is so one in a million. Like mm, less, no way. less than one in a million. Yeah, that's one so many million. planets and so many people on these planets. It's all what's it called? It's all um plot driven in terms yeah. of it doesn't make sense but they do it for the plot and she and her character was just a, basically a facilitator of for the audience to know that finn has some sort of force abilities so i guess she can be a positive for that one but other than that she was pretty useless and again the horses on the ship weird didn't like that yeah um they wasted the uh imperial guards for palpatine in my opinion when ray kills him in two seconds I thought they looked really cool again, as always. Same, they all... same with the uh, Sith Troopers, the Sith Red troopers. troopers. Yep, I was about to say that too. What yeah. about the Knights of Ren? They actually yeah, did more in this one than they did in, in the other movies because... Mm. They, don't, they don't do anything. No, in this exactly. one, they, 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 they would have taken out Carlo if he didn't they have They need to expand. I wish they expanded upon them. That would have been cool throughout yeah. the three movies. It's interesting. You know, Ryan Johnson, huh, he's like he completely forgot about the Knights of Ren. Another error on his behalf. <laughs> Well, JJ just included them in a flashback. JJ was alluding to set, them. Set the it up. One. Yeah. He was going to do something the next one. And in this one, he was probably like, bro, I have to show them because everyone loves them and I love them too. But how can we have them in the story but not change everything? You know what I mean? They so really only felt like they were there for Kylo to fight them. His nights are... Like, that's what I'm saying, though. He set up... Those flashbacks were so cool with Kylo Ren and mm. the in that first yeah. one. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jay, if, I feel like if Ryan didn't even touch the second one, didn't come onto it, and JJ just did his whole vision, it would have been a bit more of a coherent, better sequel trilogy, in my opinion. I agree. Because this one feels like it's the end one, but also it's the second one, because he tries to overwrite the, the middle one. Which so, makes it worse. Which makes it worse. Yeah, so I reckon it's an interesting kind of uh, issue at hand that we have, because it's like, it could have been better, but it wasn't. That's my mm. overall thing. Also... Well, yeah. yeah oh, okay. I think I think your comment about it being the second one is actually quite interesting because if you think about it, the last Jedi was set like mere hours after the end of the Force Awakens, so I don't even think it, of it was kind of minutes. Well, yeah, minutes. Yeah, so like it it is technically well, it's not. It's the third story, but really in terms of what we've gotten throughout the Big the quality. saga, it's like we've had time periods, but or time between each installment, so. Yeah, I do agree. This this does definitely feel like a second. That's why the last Jedi feels filler, in my opinion. And I know you, I you hate that, but it just feels like because it's so like not influential from start to end from the period of like what happens to the characters, aside from like Snoke and stuff. Nothing really actually changes. Ray gets mm. a bit of training. Luke sacrifices himself, but not in that great of a way. Kylo's still Kylo. Mm. Um, the rebels are still in the run, and the first order is still chasing. Is there's not there's not like a what's it called like a leading thing for this movie to go off. I think that's what also JJ struggled with. 
they ended that movie on like anything can happen because it was basically the same as the first one almost, you know? Like why have that be the end in the middle of a franchise? That's what I'm saying. If he, he did his own movie or trilogy, Ryan Johnson, that's excluded from a whole canonical thing, it would be probably pretty good because he's a good filmmaker and director. To be fair though, I will just add, JJ said it, set up the end of The Force Awakens like Ryan didn't really have a choice. Not really. Like, how did, no, because you can't skip well, a year or two years and just have like, I you could see what you're saying there. Ray be a fully trained uh, Jedi all of a sudden. No, no, not like that, but you could have had a time jump still where it's like the character, you can like see that the characters have already done stuff between it rather than just go straight on the run again, you know? Feels a bit. Feels like the first movie then was a bit more yeah, a bit a waste of a time again too. Apart from destroying the circular base, you know. Go, Mark. Oh, I was gonna save it for the end, but I guess I'll do it now. Mm-hmm. Is with Cooper saying that that he feels like episode eight was had been railroaded by seven. I would agree with that, but I think that is one of the negatives, and I've said it every single of the sequel rewatch episodes that. I cannot understand why they're not written together. Mm. That's the issue. Because I can see why Cooper's saying that Ryan Johnson was basically left with only one way to do it. But if JJ... It's a trilogy, and if it was all written together and collaborated upon, it would make more sense, and it would be a flowing story. Apparently JJ had scripts for other stuff after it, too. So that's why I'm like, Ryan apparently didn't even want to look at it. He just wanted to do his own thing, because I don't need to look at it. So I was like, well... It's a bit harsh, you know, mm-hmm. a bit dog on. And then that's why JJ was a bit bitter, I guess, and tried to re-fix everything in this one from the last because he didn't want anything to stand from that one. But um, other than that... Uh, I remembered one of the other ones I was going to say is um, Force Healing, which I know it's in Mandalorian, but I just, I don't think I really like that concept at all. I have a fun fact, by the way, for that. Mm-hmm. Is that- when Ray does it, the same week is the same week that we see Grogu first use Force Healing. Oh. I think they deliberately. I thought they deliberately did that at the same time to make audiences be like, "Oh, it's not just Ray who can do this." When you say the same week, you mean like came like, out in the same week? And the Loring was as a, um, as a cinematic thing or in the timeline. It actually came out at the same. So I went on the midnight screening, and also Mandalorian came out that. So I went at 12 a.m. obviously, but the night before was the Mandalorian episode where Grogu Force sealed. So when I w- so I watched Mandalorian first, then went to go watch um, Rise, uh, Rise, and then I saw Ray Force seal. I'm like, hold on a second, <laughs> I just saw two characters Force heal in the span yeah. of like hours. What's what's happening here? This is a bit. It's like someone's talked to them saying, "Put Grogu exactly. to Force seal." But, but I think I just don't. I don't like the concept of Force healing. I'm sorry. I don't mind it. I just think. There needs to be an explanation for how people, some people can and some people can't, because then it doesn't exclude killing like Qui Gon Jinn and stuff. Then if Obi-Wan yeah, because there's be- so many opportunities it could have been used. Yeah, hundred percent. But... <laughs> okay. but um, I think my one of my final points was going to be not having Ben Solo color and die, and I will explain this more in a scene change because spoiler is going to be about that. But <laughs> I have a bit more layers to it. I have a it it, it goes a bit more than just having be alive. So, um, also, oh, Mark, we forgot the most obvious negative two aside from Palpatine, Ray Skywalker. Oh my God, how could I forget that? So I'll say that's my, one of my biggest gripes. Yeah, so I understand what they did by saying that they tried to, um, what's it called, carry Continue on continue the, the legacy of the Skywalkers. Oh, well, my scene change will also lead into this, don't worry. Um, but it doesn't make sense because she's obviously not a Skywalker, but also. <laughs> It's like, it feels kind of forced in your face, like you have to call her a Skywalker now. And you have to accept it. And accept it. There's no, like, way for you to be like, oh, she can't just be Rey on her own and create her own kind of legacy. And the she legacy can't create her own identity. She has to take yeah. one that's already been established and yeah. has all this meaning. Could even say... And simply for, just for me with, like, the idea of family and that oh, if you're, you know... If you like adopted, it's something different, but you can't take a last name of someone that you're not related to. Yeah. And also, I think, I reckon it would have been an interesting, especially for now that they're doing a um, another Ray movie with that kind of stuff, it would have been interesting if she kept Palpatine, but made that name become something. You know what I mean? Like, not something evil. 
Mm. With that being, see the conflict when she approaches people and they see that her she has Palpatine in her name and then they kind of goes into the pol- political side of it saying, oh, you're not a Jedi, you're a Palpatine. There's no way you can, you know, it would have been interesting. But mm. um, aside from that, I think that's my main gripes with it. Cooper, will, he's written stuff down, so he'll have some extra stuff that we can maybe add on. But, yep, that's my next. Okay. Very well done. I liked a lot of what you said, but there was also some things. Classic. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay. I'm going to speed through this again. There's actually, I don't have that many negatives, but I will speed through because I know we've kind of been going for a bit. So he likes this one. I've already said the the stuff that I said before. I didn't like how the Knights of Ren were utilized. I thought they could have been incorporated in a different sense. The dagger as a plot device was awful. Mm-hmm. Agree. This was my main graph. The characters seem to forget the stakes of the movie because they establish at the start 16 hours until the fleet goes out. But you've got so many, you got so many characters who just kind of give up. And even okay, here's a good example: Poe and Zori Bliss. They spend maybe five minutes of movie time doing scouting on the roof, which is fine. But they're talking about like going out, like Zori's talking about going out and getting off the planet. But it doesn't matter because all the planets are going to be destroyed anyway. So what's the <laughs> like? And then, I don't think it's all of them. And also, well, I know, but they didn't really, they didn't establish that it was not going to be, because no, because at the start they said the message was all free worlds will be targeted, but mm-hmm. then it was changed to all those, it was surrender or die, surrender or be obliterated. So they, yeah. it was changed. But it's like, you can say that about every movie in a way. They always have stakes, but they always have to do character development to give each one a bit more of a purpose for after it's been resolved. I know, but just, there was just some moments, and I can't recall from the top of my head, but it was like, why are you, even the spy scenes, Poe and Finn were so ready to just be dead, and mm-hmm. they just kind of didn't even try to bargain or anything. They just, they completely forgot that there was a something bigger going on than than being killed than like not even trying to reason like i know again too you can say it like that too it happens all the time and it me. does i know i just i thought it was very noticeable yeah um what else have i got oh, i'll skip to Ray because i've got one thing i want to say at the end raylo wasn't a fan don't like it i have Thank a positive you. ray skywalker i want to talk about this i'm not disagreeing with you guys because I don't like the idea of Ray Skywalker. However, in as I as I've watched this over and over, I don't how do I describe this? I find it more impactful the more I watch it. I find it's actually a little bit emotional that she's taking on this name that she's continuing in this legacy. And I know that was what it was designed for and it was kind of tacky. But I don't know. I didn't like it the, when I first watched the film, but now I'm kind of okay with it. I don't mm-hmm. like the idea of it, but I'm okay with it. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's not like I don't get the purpose of it. It's just I think it could have easily just not been that. You know, yeah, like, no, I agree. I agree. I get I get. There's what they're trying to do with it, but I just personally can't think I can agree with it. Who carried on the, the the name without having to have the name? Like just yeah. carry on the legacy of the Jedi would have been better. Yeah. The last negative I have, and I, I'm interested to see if you guys agree with this. Palpatine seems to change what his end goals are. I know you're going to the whole film. Yeah. The, the first one was kill Ray. Right. Yeah. Then it was. Oh no! I want Ray to kill me so yeah. that I can pass into her. And then it was like, Oh no, no! You both are a dyad. Oh, no, no, no. I want to. I want to you. use your force energy to yeah. come alive now. It just changed the whole yeah. film. It's more I like just... you didn't understand what he was going for, and he just kept seeing that there was different aspects that he could have done. It's like, <laughs> okay, if he's bloody been Snoke, mm. and he's just like seen Kylo betray him why on earth is he trusting Kylo Ren to go kill Rey he He knows he's not going to do it but he wasn't Snoke (laughs) 
he's I love Palpatine in this movie, but I think just the way he changes his Maybe motivations like... throughout the film is terrible. A terrible execution. Fair enough. But what do you That's mean just... by Snoke, Mark? He's not Snoke. <laughs> Snoke was created by him. Yeah, but is his what's it called? His um mind and everything he was saying was Palpatine. Yeah. I don't think so though. Yeah, yeah. no, he said I have been every voice you've, you've ever heard inside your head. He Maybe he just been... meant it in the way that, like, you know, how people said they have eyes and ears everywhere. No. no. He was actually, Snoke wasn't an actual thing. It wasn't his own entity. It was Palpatine. And that's why I was like, why can't he just, he has so many clone doubles of him, just put himself into that body. He's pretty tall, seems pretty viable. Like, obviously, it's a bit old too, so it's probably not ideal, but still. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add, or is that all? Think I, I think I'm good. That's about it. All right. Yeah. Well, it's time to give our scores. Oh, yeah. we're doing that first. Right. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's see how we go here. The last. I'm really one... conflicted on what I should do. <laughs> do I give it higher, lower, or equal to two point two? Yeah, that's that's embarrassing. Sorry. Can't be lower, in my opinion. That's mm. not worse than the Last Jedi. By I've, I have always said I like Last Jedi better. Even though I just trashed so much on it last week. Yeah, you've always said it's better, even though I think the main reason, main reason why you said that is because Emperor's back. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think I just dislike this one too much. Really? I can't. Yeah, but this one's more fun. Anyway, that's opinions, so it's fair enough. I'm going to have to come to a decision in the next few seconds. Yeah, you are. Jack? What was my last Jedi? I think it was like 4.2. 4. 4. Yeah, this one's 5 flat. 5 flat. Mark? No, nah, you go first. Oh, okay. I get an 8.3. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're such a... 8.3. Don't say it. No. That's a sequel lover. I... <laughs> yes, you're such a sequel lover. You know, honestly I like just it. love Disney. You just love... You're I don't a know. Disney kid. You're a Disney kid. You I'm love not. It. I'm not. I promise. I just like the movies. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go lower. I think it's I'm going to go with 2.1. That's criminal. Lordy, Mark. Oh, is, my goodness. How long have you put this lower than Last Jedi? Last Jedi is by far a worse film. Oh. I just think from a film standpoint, it's terrible. Like, the you can, as a story, like, as a film sto- and a story continuing on, uh, and I think the, the main takeaway from my scores is that Seven, Force Awakens was a good launching point, and then the lack of collaboration and uh, creativity is what was the downside of eight and nine. In my opinion, if we're talking about sequels as a whole, seven was just a rehash and a lazy excuse just to reintroduce the Star Wars franchise back to the people. I didn't think it set up interesting characters, but the plot was exactly identical. I thought Last Jedi. It was, pre- yeah, well, I agree. It was pretty much the same as A New Hope. Last but Jedi I think, I, I think one, it was solid, and two, it had so movie. much it had so much opportunity for the next two. It left me with such excitement and then it was just ruined. The last Jedi threw it into into hot trash. Oh and then, and then Rise Rise just kept lighting the hot trash, but at least it was cool to look at. Yeah. Alright. I well, can't deny that, the visuals are good. That concludes the um the positives, negatives, and the rankings. We'll have a ranking video out next week, I think. I think yeah. we haven't really discussed it, but I think that's probably something we should do um, separate from what we've given the scores because um, this, was, this was not in comparison to other scores uh, into other movies, whereas the the actual ranking of it could be. Mm. All right. Uh, we'll go back to quotes. I haven't got that many this week, so um, you don't need to worry. There's some very <laughs> iconic ones. The dark side of a force is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. I thought that was a good callback. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I said before, I will earn your brother's saber one day, mm. says Ray. The very, very infamous, somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> <laughs> the wor- One of the worst written lines I've ever heard in my life. Somehow Palpatine returned. That's it. Have you seen the videos of the cast reacting to that? Yeah. Uh, Oscar Isaac and and uh, John Boyega. There's their faces are so funny, so good. 
Uh, Lena says, Wookiee stand out in the crowd. Uh, they fly now. <laughs> they fly now. Always fly. They fly now. Um, this is my all-time favourite Star Wars quote, and I had to include it just because I love it so much. It's from C-3PO. He <sighs> says, because Poe's calling out for Finn and Ray when they're in the quicksand, and C-3PO says, you didn't say my name, sir, but I'm quite all right. <laughs> C-3PO, I don't know why I didn't include him as a positive. He's awesome in this movie. Yeah, I've always liked C-3PO as opposed to Jeff, who does not. He's Another C- Sorry, here you go. He's good in this movie. That's yes. Another C-3PO quote, and Poe says, we've got to crack this droid's head open and fast, and then 3 pos like, pardon me! <laughs> I don't get, though, why why he can't translate the Sith language, because Anakin wouldn't have programmed him to not do that. No, but he's probably programmed to be, what's it called, a um, rebellion or Jedi droid mm. rather than Sith. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Poe says... I can't walk out on this wall. That's a nice one. Uh, 3PO says, taking one last look, sir, at my friends, which is kind of funny because I don't know if you've seen the um, uh, CinemaSins video, but they make mention that none of the people in that room are friends with C-3PO. In <laughs> fact, I don't. he's probably known them for less than a, less than a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all, they're all mean to him as well. Like, what? Exactly. I know. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Mark, I feel like this is appropriate for you because you like Hux. You know Hux's infamous line in this one. Just do it. Oh, I don't know if I'll get it right, but uh, I am the spy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it I am or I was? I am the spy. I am the spy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, actually, we didn't really talk about this. Kylo's redemption. Mm. The moment I think Kylo is redeemed, even before he throws the lightsaber into the water, is when he calls Han Solo dad. He mm. says, "Um, he wants well, to I say think. he wants to say, Dad, I'm sorry.' But then mm. Han says, I know, which yeah. I think is nice. I think it's before that, though. When he get on, honestly, after he gets healed. no, it, it is before he throws the, the lightsaber away. But um, no, I'm talking about even before the deadline. Before, oh, you reckon? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the fight, definitely. Yeah. Okay. By the um, way, with the Han thing, is he meant to be a ghost, a Force memory. ghost? Memory, a memory. Memory. I was going to say because if that was a Force ghost, that would be silly." Yeah. Good people will fight if we lead them. That's a really powerful line. Yeah. Uh, Palpatine says, Do it! Make <laughs> the sacrifice! Do it! Lando says, There are more of us. I am all the Jedi. People are rising up all over the galaxy. I really like that one. Mm-hmm. And the last one, the one that's caused so much controversy Ray Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. That's quite done. That is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Pretty bad. Okay. Um. What do we want to do first? Hmm. All right. Let's oh, do scene I change. Know. Let's do scene change. Oh, first. damn it! Oh, I'm really hanging on for who has more screen. I know. Like we'll, we'll, get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll finish with that. We'll finish with that. Uh, scene change. Does does I know Jack? Do you want to start? Because you were kind of alluding to what you wanted to say before. Yeah. Um. Mine's pretty obvious. I would probably change a lot of them. However, I would change uh <laughs> Ben Solo dying so my opinion of him transferring his force essence to ray understand obviously why they did that by my opinion it would have been more impactful and meaningful if ray sacrificed herself to save the jedi and keep the skywalker skywalker legacy alive because he is a skywalker and it would have been the rise of him to continue ray's sacrifice and build the jedi order it would have made sense for Ben to carry on the legacy because his actual heritage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like what if Darth survived, returned, and then became a Jedi again? Kind of, you know what I mean? Because he's so young, he would have had so much influence on um, the galaxy and stuff too. So it would have been unreal to see that and kind of be a plot twist to to show that, like, oh, maybe the whole trilogy was about. Um, Kylo, or it could have still been about Ray because she sacrificed it. So it, was, it would it would have been a good kind of because they're a diet. It would have made them both interesting. Well, even I'll just expand on what you're saying. We've seen um, there's obviously been the idea of floated around of what if Darth Vader survived Return of the Jedi, um, and he kind of was in this new world where he was still perceived as bad, but he was a good person. That would yeah. be interesting to see with Kylo. Um, he's yeah. been perceived as this just 
psychopath, I guess, mm-hmm. or purely evil person, but now he's taking on a different role. That's what I'm saying. But it would have been different for would have different. And it's something we haven't seen. But instead they go with the, oh, yeah, let's just force her back to life and kill him because he's, yeah, even though he's a Skywalker. Oh, no. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Uh, it's just annoying. Anyway, that's oh, what are you talking about? Ray's also a Skywalker. Oh, jeez. Mark, do you want to do yours? Uh, I only have a few that I'll mention the scenes that I would change. I don't necessarily. Well, as I already said before, the death of the death, fake death of Chewie. I just don't. I just don't like it. Just remove it. Mm-hmm. Ray low kiss at the end and all that sort of stuff. And just think. just don't do the whole Palpatine story, please. Just do something original and something that will actually want make people want to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Well, I've taken a different avenue, as I typically do. What's 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 new? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say let's change the spy subplot, and I'm not gonna say remove it, but here, and I think you might like this. If you change it, have the spy be someone else. Don't have it be Hux. Yeah. But have Hux be the... You can have General Pride doing his thing and whatever, and you can still have the conflict between them. But have Hux kind of be the one who's trying to figure out who the spy is within the ring. Yes. Have that that'd be great. Be his story. But then you got to have... You can have the spy send the information to R2 as well. But since the spy could know more things, have the Resistance make an attempt to go rescue. Use some of the characters like Rose or Connix or even Snap Wexley. Have them coordinate an attempt to go rescue that spy. Have Get them involved in that story. Make them, rather than just hanging around and being there with Leia, just include them in this story and make mm. it genuine. And maybe that's how... Oh, actually, no, stretching it to know the location of the Wayfinder. No, just have them rescue the spy. Anyway, that's that's my idea. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. All right, guys, okay. it is time for the yeah, final yeah. ever installment. You oh. already won, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, who, has who has more screen, more screen time? time? I hate how you guys link it. Well, <laughs> so I, funny. Mark's always behind me when I say. <laughs> so the score at the moment, not that it matters, uh, Mark has four, Jack has seven, but I thought. You know, we should still do this. I wonder if we can do our second draw today. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, that's possible. There's actually some pretty hard ones in here, I'll, I'll say. There are some very difficult ones. I think I'm going to do pretty poorly today. <laughs> <laughs> you said that every week. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Who has more screen time? Finn or Poe? Five, four, three, two, one. Finn. Oh. Damn, we're off to a hot start. Um, Finn has 24 minutes and 45 seconds. Poe, 25 minutes and 45 oh. seconds. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Who has more screen time? C-3PO or Chewbacca? Five, four, three, two, one. C-3PO. C-3PO, 10 minutes 45, Chewbacca, 9 minutes 15. Yes. Both of you are correct. I didn't expect him to have 10 minutes. Wow. I know. Who has more screen time, Emperor Palpatine or BB-8? <laughs> that seems such a weird, like... Com- um, the true showdown, Palpatine versus BB-8. <laughs> I'll give you three seconds. Three, two, one. BB-8. Palpatine, six minutes, BBA, I don't know how, six minutes and 30 seconds. Yes. I was conf- Yeah, I was debating Go Emperor's because he's obviously a bigger actor. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Alright, who has more screen time? Leia or Zori? Five, four, three, two, one. Zori. Who'd you say, Jay? Zori. Leia, four minutes, 15. Zori, four minutes, 30. Yeah, oh, you guys are picking up speed. Who has more screen time, Lando or Luke? Five, four, three, two, one. Lando. You said Luke, Jack. 
Lando. Oh, Lando. I don't know why every time Jack says it, I don't hear anything. Lando has three minutes. Luke, two minutes, 45. Yes, what a he roll, Jack. at the exact same time. And it's like, we say, if we say the same thing, it just gets washed. Well, sometimes I can hear what you both say, and I can kind of lip read as well, but... I thought I did this handle. Yeah. yeah, well, I thought you finished with Luke. Luke. Yeah. No, that would be like Luke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who has more screen time, R2-D2 or D-O? Five, four, three, two, one. D-O. R2, two minutes. Dio, two minutes, 15. Let's go. Jack, you are two away from a perfect round. That's Ooh, never happened pressure. before. Pressure's that on. never happened before. Mark, you are uh, one behind Jack. Who has more sc- screen time? General Hux or Han Solo? Five, Ooh. four, three, two, one. Hux. Hux, two minutes. Han, one minute, 45. Yes. Come on. Wow. Could this be it? This one will stump you. Yep. Who has more screen time? Babu Frick or Snap Waxley? Five, four, three, two, one. Babu Snap. Frick. Ooh. Oh. Babu. <laughs> one minute 30. Snap. One minute. 45. No! Let's go. Eight, eight. That is incredible. Oh, so close to a draw. Let's go. That was incredible. Oh, my goodness. That was a good run. That was fun. Screen character over alien. Let's go. <laughs> oh, so, Jack, you finished the series with eight out of 11 wins. Damn. That's pretty impressive. You, you. know the screen time. Yep. Mark, I expect better. <laughs> I, I, no, Mark, you did well as well. Yes. You did... Um, what was it, 4 out of 11? 4 out of 11, yeah. Jeez. Oh, That's all right. You got you got a quarter. You got over a quarter. Yeah. Oh, no, a third, sorry. Got over a third. <laughs> hey, no, I hope you guys enjoyed playing... Um, who was oh, that was fun. I've, I've enjoyed getting to see your reactions. It's been... been <laughs> all right, guys, that's the end of the rewatch series. No. Um... I don't, I don't movies, have anything at least. else to say. It was good to see all these movies again. Like, mm. as much as you guys don't like the sequels, I've and I do, and I didn't like some movies. It was good getting. To I watch. think one of my highlights of this series was actually rewatching Solo. Yeah, because good. that was a lot better than I than I remember it being. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone listening, I would encourage you to rewatch it if you haven't. Yeah, definitely. And then and then go rewatch our um solo video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, um, anything else you want to say before we sign off? It's no. a very big thank you for everyone to tune yes. in the podcast, so yes that's Thanks for appreciate. tuning in yep. every week. We're only going upwards from here um, and we look forward to bringing you some different sort of content starting next week and then as we move into Ahsoka and towards the end of the year, we'll uh, keep you up to date with everything we're doing here on the Coruscant Nights channel Big thank you, and we will see you guys next week. Yes, sir. Goodbye. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Coruscant Nights podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Go check us out on Patreon if you want more content from us or if you want to support our growth. And once again, thanks for listening. And from the Coruscant Nights team, may the force be with you.